Apparently, faith isn't simply trusting that God will take care of someone in need without having no further part to play. If a brother or sister has nothing to wear and has no food for the day, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat well, but you do not give them the necessities of the body, what good is it? Can that faith save him or her, St. James asks? Faith appears to be not only trust in God, but also loyalty to the one who says, love your neighbor as yourself. Give to those in need. As you do to others, you do to me. Trust and loyalty, belief and faithfulness are two sides of the same coin. They're both part of the meaning of the word faith. Of course, it is possible to have faith in someone other than God, a spouse, for example. This comes out in the wedding vows so many of you have spoken. I, John, take you, Jenny, to be my wife. I, Jenny, take you, John, to be my husband. I promise to be faithful to you in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, to love you and to honor you all the days of my life. Your professing faithfulness in the midst of trusting the other with your very self. I am totally yours. Trust and loyalty go together. It's also possible to have faith in something other than God, an ideal, for example, which may nevertheless originate with him. Yesterday's Wall Street Journal, Peggy Noonan, recalled the account from 9-11 of Wells Crowther. He was a young guy, 24, just starting out. He worked as a junior associate at an investment bank on the 104th floor of the South Tower. He always carried in his backpack a red bandana, and they teased him. What are you, a farmer? He'd laugh and show bravado. With this bandana, I'm going to change the world. And that day, as the world exploded, he did. He led people to safety, carried them down to lower floors. He kept going back for more. To protect from the smoke, he put the bandana over his face. He never came home from the towers that day or the day after. His mom said that several months later, she saw a story in the New York Times with accounts of survivors describing this man who saved them who wore a bandana. So she was able to get a picture of her son to them and they said, yes, that's the man who saved me. They opened up his apartment and found an application to become a New York City fireman. And just a few days before 9-11 on Labor Day weekend, Wells was visiting his parents and was unusually subdued. He told his mother he had a feeling he was going to be part of something big, had a role to play or a job to do. And who could forget Todd Beamer? Flight 93, many people were on phones. He was on the phone the longest to the air phone operator. For 14 minutes, he was on the phone. She, the operator, said later that he was so calm, she wondered if he was telling the truth. He is a more specifically Christian-inspired example. For at the end, he 
prayed the Our Father. He said to the operator, will you pray with me? Pray the Our Father, and those around him joined in. And then after that concluded, he recited Psalm 23. Got to the end of Psalm 23 and said, yeah, even though I walk through the dark valley of the shadow of death. Then he turned to the guys around him and said, are you guys ready? Okay. Let's roll. Remarkable, isn't it? Truly remarkable, inspiring, still chokes me up to this day. Though, of course, those who attacked us on 9-11 were operating out of faith, out of trust and loyalty, weren't they? Faith matters, convictions matter, beliefs matter. And it's clear when properly understood that faith isn't confined to religion, but is as expansive or narrow as the human heart permits. The Nazis had beliefs, the Romans had convictions, North Korea does too, and our country? To what or to whom are we faithful when we leave behind in Afghanistan our own people and those who helped us? What ideal makes it impermissible to obstruct personal choice when it comes to abortion, but not when it comes to the vaccine? Of course, I'm not saying don't take the vaccine, but asking how is that not a logical contradiction? How narrow and constrained are we making the human heart? To what dreams are we limiting it when generations of our kid are being, kids are being taught the whole of history from the vantage point, the belief that there is no God? America has been one of the most generous, courageous, and self-sacrificing countries in all of mankind's history. Where do these virtues come from if Jesus identifies thinking not as God does with satanic tendencies? Yet behind me, Satan, you are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. Friends, the question Jesus asked so long ago is still so very relevant for us today. Who do you say that I am? In whom or what do you locate your hopes and find your ideals? What is the way of life that corresponds to what a human being ought to be? Take up your cross, which is the meeting place where trusting in God and being faithful to Him encounters a fallen world profoundly in need of what God can do through all of you.